0: Let's talk long COVID, long COVID in children. A new state-of-the-art review of the NIH Recover Long COVID Initiative estimates that 5.8 million children are dealing with the effects of long COVID, 5.8 million. Dr. Melissa Stockwell, a pediatrician and chief of the Division of Child and Adolescent Health at Columbia University's Irving Medical Center and co-author of that report, joins us on the record here on WCBS. Dr. Stockwell, good to talk with you. What symptoms are these children experiencing? Is it different from what adults experience with long COVID?
1: Thanks so much for for having me on, Steve. So it's important to understand that the symptoms of long COVID can be very different. Um, Some of them are ones that are from the original infection that continue. Some are new ones that can arise even many months later, and some can be some exacerbations of chronic conditions. Um, And also the symptoms can come and go, you know, relapse and remit. We actually know a lot more about long COVID in adults than we do children. And part of what we're studying in the, the um, NIH Recover Initiative is what are those kinds of symptoms um, that we do see in children. But we do know so far that it does affect you know, nearly all the body sy- um, systems. And from reports from those who are caring for uh, uh, children with long COVID, some of the common things we hear about are fatigue, um, headache, um uh, prolonged cough, obviously the, the loss of, you know, sense of, of, of smell that we see in adults, and then a number of other things, in, including anxiety or ADHD and, and other things as well. So a whole slew of uh, affected system, symptoms.
0: Now, adults in most cases are fully developed. Children, of course, are still developing. Could neurological symptoms or, or fatigue affect a child's long-term development?
1: Yeah, that's something that we're actually very concerned about Obviously, we're, we're concerned when, um, when adults get ill, but we are very concerned when children have prolonged illness. Um, and, you know, in some of the cases of kids, these are highly debilitating symptoms, and it really is affecting their quality of life. They, they can't um, attend school or they can't focus when they're in school. They can't play with their friends. And we know all of those things are critical in their development. And then on top of it, it's al- also the potential of long COVID effects on the neurologic system as well. So we're worried about all of those things.
0: You know, we've heard a lot about adults suffering long COVID symptoms. Don't hear so much about children. And now we learn that 5.8 million children worldwide are dealing with the effects of long COVID. Are kids just as likely to develop long COVID as adults?
1: Yeah. That's also something that that we're trying to identify. That there have been a number of studies um, where um, they're kind of Depending on who they study and how it was done and how long um, were there other comparison populations, there's a very wide range um, of how many kids may have developed long COVID after an infection. Um, and kind of putting those all together, we think it's likely about 10 to 20%. But again, that's something that we're, that we're assessing and s- going to be studying in the Recover Initiative.
0: What about vaccination? Uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are still leery of vaccines. Adults might get it, but Maybe be even more leery about their kids getting it. Can vaccines help prevent long COVID in children?
1: Um, there's actually a recent study that, that came out that did actually show that that vaccines might the COVID vaccine may be protective against long COVID um, in children. So I do think you know it's very very important that we do get children vaccinated as well and adults as well.
0: All right. Finally, if a parent suspects their child is dealing with long COVID, perhaps they recognize some of the symptoms that you've talked about. What should a parent do?
1: So the first thing they should do is talk to their pediatrician. Um, we, uh, this um, state-of-the-art review that we publish is, is in Pediatrics, which is in the um, Journal of the American Academy of Pediatrics. And we did that on purpose. We really want pediatricians widely to know about long COVID and what to look out for. So again, the first uh, step is your trusted um, pediatrician. Um, and if they themselves don't know about long COVID, there are a lot of places they can turn to our article, they can turn to other things um, from the American Academy of pediatrics to really learn about long COVID. Um, and there's um, there are very few, unfortunately, very few few pediatric long COVID programs, but subspecialists in any of the sort of potential um, parts of the body that are affected by long COVID, so the heart or the lungs or the neurolog- neurologic system, um, system, those subspecialists can also help families. But the first stop should always be their they're a pediatrician.
0: Dr. Melissa Stockwell, pediatrician and chief of the Division of Child and Adolescent Health at Columbia University Irving Medical Center and co-author of this article. Dr. Stockwell, thank you for coming on. We do appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me.